Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hey, everybody. This is KT Thomas from KT's Money Matters, coming to you with your tips and quips and financial ideas and way to think about spend money, grow money, save money, inherit money disinherit money. I don't know. Whatever makes you happy about how you think about money moves your life. Um, You know, I really try to think about different kinds of businesses because I'm always fascinated with how people actually make a living at stuff. Like there's a lot of different ways to make a living. And, um, and, you know, there's, you know, there's your regular business school grads like myself, you know, put your head down, do math, work hard, make a lot of money over your lifetime. But, um, but then there are people that kind of go off and find different ways to engage both what they really enjoy with what they're really good at professionally. And I find that to be kind of like the sweet magic of um, making a living, which is, you know, frankly, unless you were born incredibly independently wealthy, which I don't know, wasn't me. um, You have to figure that out along the way. You have to be able to decide what am I willing to do to get the work that I want do the work that, you know, moves me. Right. Cause nobody wants to have drudgery for, 40 hours a week for 30 years. So you want to try to find that thing. And I think sometimes I trip across somebody who seems like they've really found it. So now imagine you could spend a lot of your summer days at the ballpark. I personally would love this, but nobody would pay me to be there. But, you know, I was able to find Michael Ramshaw, who is the president of the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, a minor league baseball team in New Hampshire. And to talk to us a little bit about, first of all, we're going to talk about the business of minor league baseball, but we're also going to talk about the nuts and bolts of what it takes to be a president and all the things that he has to be responsible for. So um, I thought he had kind of like a really interesting career trajectory. Uh, He's been the president of the Fisher Cats for the last three years, but he's also been uh, 13 years in minor league baseball. So this was a, you know, this was a real decision to make a decision into a, into a, um, a different kind of venue, right? Than just, you know, traditional sales. He came from a traditional sales background doing key account management for Nestle Waters and um, Poland Springs Waters, which most of you know, very big here in New Hampshire. And um, he started in ticket sales and kind of worked his way up into community partnerships and sponsorships. That's kind of when Michael and I crossed paths. This is like an outing we do every year for our clients is a Fisher Cats minor league baseball game. And to tell you the truth, like my clients like it better than almost anything else I do all year long. And, um, and then he's become, you know, the go-to person and over time he's become the president. So in really 13 years, a fairly short amount of time, he goes from selling tickets to running the company, which I think is just a great success story. So Michael Ramshaw, thanks for joining the show. Thank you very much for having me. So, um, how did we get into baseball or have we always loved baseball or did we kind of trip into it? Well, I'll start by saying this. I am not a baseball fan. If you can believe that. <laughs> um, I actually, my, I'm, I born bred football. I mean, I played football, my family, you know, Sundays are, you know, we were around the TV now Saturdays and Sundays with my kids getting older, watching college football. Um, and I was working for, as I was working for Poland spring, uh, Art Solomon, who was the team owner, uh, he had just taken over the team at that time and the, and the current team president. 
uh, Rick Brenner had reached out to me, or actually my son's godfather, who was a director of food and beverage, and said, hey, we're looking for some career salespeople. You don't have to be baseball. He goes, we'd be interested in, in, in meeting with Rick and talking about the position and, and the team and you know, what the vision is going forward. And I said, of course, why wouldn't I? I was very happy where I was, but you get a phone call like that. Why wouldn't you explore yeah, your options? You're going to take the call, right? Right. Right. Of course. Absolutely. So I, you know, I, I interviewed a couple times. Um, as you mentioned, it's not an easy decision. It wasn't an easy decision, but I'm somebody that doesn't live life through regrets. And I, I, I truly felt that if I didn't give this a shot and, and give it a fair try, uh, that I would regret not, you know, make a decision to switch over to the, to work for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Um, and I broke it down to the same core product when I was selling is I was selling ball to water selling baseball. It's a nice to have versus it has to have. You know, anybody can turn on their spigot and fill up a glass of water or they can go to the store and buy it. Just like people have choices when they come out to the Fisher Cats. You can come to a Fisher Cats game, you can go to the movies, you know, the joke with everything in New Hampshire is an hour away. You can go to the beach, you can go to Boston, yes, you can go right. to the mountains, you can go out west. <laughs> Everything's right there. So for me, uh, when, it, when I made the decision, it was breaking it down to being, you know, nice to have uh, versus necessary. And it's much easier for me to sell the fun experience of baseball than it was for bottled water. And I haven't looked back. I really, the one piece that I never could have imagined, Kathy, when I took this job was to, you know, the community piece. You know, you can tell somebody, oh, you're involved in the community, but you really don't know it until you're in this business. Right. Um, you know, so fast, fast forward 13 years, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really been special. It's been fun. I've learned a lot of things. I've learned a lot about the business of baseball. Um, I've met a lot of great people. And in the end, I love people, which is why when people say, well, if you're not a baseball guy, why do you do it? Why do you do it? I do it because I love people. I love building community partnerships. <clears throat> and this gives me an opportunity to get, you know, in front of, you know, close to 400,000 people a year uh, and find another job where, you know, in this area where I'm able to do that, I don't know what there is. Right. Not a lot of that in New Hampshire. Right. <laughs> and being local, being local is nice too. I mean, it's, you know, I've, I've always, to the, in the beginning, I'm like, I have somebody's dream job. You know, it's not, you, you, you look around the industry and a lot of people that are in my position are people that have moved around um, throughout the entire country. There's 160 teams, 160 of me. Um, so to be able to be fortunate enough to grow up here for the most part, uh, raise my family here and work here, um, it's, it's made my job, I would say easier from the relationships aspect, um, you know, where a lot of people that I've known throughout my entire life, went to school with so on and so forth, and now running their own businesses, you know, kind of helps with the networking when it comes to that. Well, and the other thing is, I mean, you're right, uh, you're right over in Londonderry, which is not that far from the stadium for children. I mean, you're, you know, you've got a, a, the big life going on with all the little pieces. And so having stability in where you work, um, and not having to jump around. I mean, I think what happens to many um, sales and executives people is a lot of times in order to move up, they have to move geographically somewhere else. And it's been terrific that over the last 13 years, you've had three or four moves and you haven't had to change your zip code. It's been great. Yeah, the opportunity has been there and I've just taken advantage of the opportunities when they were presented to me. So let me just say- I don't like to fail. So it's, you know, I definitely worked very hard. Of course you did. <laughs> I really haven't found anybody that's moved four times in 13 years and not worked really hard. I think that kind of goes right. Thing, right? Yep, for sure. So tell me a little bit about what it takes to plan 
and prepare for a whole season? It takes a lot more than what people think. It's funny, when you go out in the community during the off season, the number one comment from someone that doesn't know what we do says, oh, it must be nice and quiet for you. You guys all relax, you shut down the stadium. Um, where in fact, we have 24 full-time employees year-round. Um, and the show that you come to see each and every game takes time to build. There are so many different layers, and so, you know, components that you that go into it, whether it's a fireworks show, giveaway, uh, if there's a, a theme night for that night. So what we do is as soon as the season ends, give the staff a breather because it is you're working, you work quite a bit, you know, for something that you love. Right. Uh, the hours are during the season. You know, there's some some long days there. So we give them, you know, the staff takes a, a, a breather and then we go right into a brainstorming session, our team building, uh, where we'll either do it on site or off site. And, and we just put up on the wall, you know, what went well in each department. Uh, and what do we want to do better? And it, it, what we find is because you always want to do, you want to keep the show fresh. I, I want people, and I say this a lot, I want people when you hear the Fisher Cats to not say been there, done that, but rather say, I can't wait to see what they do next. And how do you do that? You bring in new music, you bring in new uh, video clips, you bring in new graphics, um, new promotions, things that are trendy. Uh, in order to have fans, because it's all about an experience when you come to the ballpark. You know, you've seen this day and age, it's, you know, coming to a baseball game, whether it's minor league or major league, you know, take a moment, step back and look around and see how many people are actually watching the game versus having a conversation with the person that they're with. You know, we have the ability to, right? Someone's going to, someone's going to choose to spend three hours with us two to three hours. We want to make sure that the moment they walk through their, the gates, that they're greeted with a smile, the staff is, you know, presented, you know, informed. They know what they're doing. We put on a great show for them. So when they're here, they don't think about anything that happened during that day. Good, bad, and different. They just, we want them to come here and enjoy the show, forget about life for a little while, and let us entertain them. And then when they leave, they can go back to their regular life. So how do you do that? Um, you know, I mentioned you do the, you know, what worked well, um, what can we improve on? And something I will say that I'm really proud about the staff and the people that we have working here is, you know, last year was a good year on and off the field for the franchise. You know, we were able to bring the Easter League trophy back to New Hampshire, right. uh, which we were very excited about. It's the third time in franchise history, playing with the, the lucky sevens every seven years. Hopefully it doesn't take seven more. I know. Seven again, um, you know, but then off the field for the show that they, they put on, um, you know, from all the things that we've done in the community and so on and so forth, you know, we received the Eastern League's nomination for the John H. Johnson Award, which is a minor league, uh, a nationwide award uh, that recognizes an organization for franchise stability, commitment to community, and the contribution to minor league baseball and baseball itself. Uh, so for us, receiving that nomination on behalf of all the teams in the league to go for the country, you know, we are very honored to have that. I'm sad to say we didn't beat in the country, we didn't win, but we'll take the win in the Eastern League. That's right. Um, you know, so, you know, coming off the heels of that, you know, it's a, it really is, you've got to be able to, to keep things fresh. Right. You know, and I'll tell you, for anybody out there listening, if you've never been to a minor league baseball game and you like baseball or just the idea of going to the park for the day, you're really kind of doing yourself a disservice because this is from the financial perspective. This is like a really good deal. First of all, ticket prices aren't crazy. Price for parking isn't insane. I mean, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan my entire life. I grew up just outside of Boston. And it's like the cost to go to a game, buy a good seat where you can actually see something. 
and everything that you spend there. It's, you know, it's a $200 event for the husband and I. And he's going to have a hot dog and a sausage and I got to have this, we got to have that. But it's easily a couple of hundred dollars, maybe more depending upon where we sit every time that we go. Now on the flip side, I can go to minor league. I can actually see all the players. I can um, be engaged in a really good show that's going on the entire time. He can eat all the hot dogs and sausages that he wants and him and I will get out of there for like half the money or maybe even less than half the money. And by the way, less drive. It's a great kind of idea. My dad used to take me to the Pawtucket, um, the Pawtucket Sox, because of course we were Red Sox fans and um, on the South Shore. And he was like, he loved it. I think even a little bit more than Fenway because you could actually see everything. And I've been in some big ballparks. You know, I've been to, you know, traveled around and, and you know, I like to tour and see my team, beat other teams in other locations. And what I'll say to you is these, st- these stadiums today are massive. And really, it's an expensive all-out event to go to see a major league baseball game today. But not so in my league. And you can really kind of get into the spirit of the game, know what's going on, get some entertainment. And it's a really reasonable kind of a day. Uh, to plan a trip for, especially if you've got a young family to go and do something like this and have a good time. And that's kind of how we got um, tagged in with the Fisher Cats was the idea of, you know, throwing a client event where people could bring their families and we could all just go to the ball game. And every year we go and it's something just even a little better. So whether it was fireworks night or, you know, one night you, um, one year you redid the entire um, restaurant area where I, you know, we do, we put out a, um, whatever food for all our clients and come early they have special seating and it was it was awesome like every time we go there's some enhancement to the stadium that makes me go this is such a great idea and you're obviously so tied into what your fans what moves your fans and what helps them keep coming back and you do lots of different promotions throughout the year but but uh, let me ask you what would you say is your favorite promotion my favorite promotion. So my favorite promotion, I was biased because I used to be one of the promotions. So prior to last year, I was my favorite promotion. I did a Ram of War promotion where it was basically the Achilles heel of the team. <clears throat> I dressed up like a wrestler and, you know, my job was I was to go out there and take on kids in feats of strength. So I'm not, not a small guy. I'm a big guy. So I would take on like four or five kids in tug of war. We'd have a nerf target contest, the push up contest. Uh, a fake weightlifting contest. And the goal for me was to win. Where if you, everywhere you go, most of the minor league parks that you visit, the, uh, you know, the kids always win. Kids always win. Right. Uh, we're here. It was like, no, we got a little reality. Sometimes they're going to lose. And so we made, we had some fun with that. So nice. I had some things that prevented me from doing that uh, over the past few years. And we revamped and brought back um, our sumo promotion. Right. Uh, so if you've ever been to the ballpark, you know, we've got the sumos and made it really put a dose of WWE on it. Um, these guys really, they own it. Um, they put on a show, they practice skits and what they want to do and really make it entertaining. And, you know, and for 2018, that was by far my favorite promotion that we did. Um, if you had a chance to see it in years past, um, definitely recommend coming back and seeing the new you know, if you didn't see it in 2018, come see what Rowdy Red and Bubble Blue have in store for you uh, for 2019. Nice. It's, it's a and lot of fun. Do, do you still do the dogs? I can remember the dogs doing all the, the different agility stuff on the field. We had a couple of dogs and a couple of trainers, and I really loved that. 
We had them, we did, yes. Uh, we had them come out three different times uh, throughout this year, or 2018 season. Keep forgetting we're in 2019. Um, and th- that was a great... <laughs> right? Uh, it, it was a really good promotion. Um, you know, it was somebody there local here in New Hampshire, uh, really enjoyed. The dogs were just unbelievable, the, the speed and how Lily gets to the ground. Um, but again, that was something new. That was just another layer that we added to the experience. So you can have a fireworks show and you can have a theme night, but now what else can we do? Can you add music at the stage that we put in in 2017? Can you add the dogs pregame? Can you have a post-game performance or an in-game or pre-game performance, whether it be uh, a little league cheer group, um, dance group, uh, you know, a dance group, you know, all those different things to keep everybody entertained. So it's kind of like you're running like a traveling circus with baseball players and a million other things. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> I never heard it put that way, but that makes complete sense. Yes, I guess you could. It's it's what are the acts that you can put on to keep people engaged? What are, what's going to have people talking? Um, you know, that last year we took and it was new for us. We'd never done it. Um, you know, we took our, our biggest day that historically our biggest day is our Star Wars day. Um, so we decided to add the uh, human cannibal on top of our already oh busiest, busiest day. Why? People say, well, why would you do that? Well, the reason why I wanted to do it that way is I wanted everybody that was here to leave here going, oh, my goodness, I can't believe what I just saw. I want to come back and tell all their friends about it. Right. And I have to tell you, Kathy, when it came down to the human cannonball, so basically what, what it was is the guy set up a cannon just behind second base, and he shot himself from second base in the air into a net that was uh, located over home plate. Oh, my God. Uh, the number of people that stayed to the end of the game and the number of people that had their phones out recording this, you could look all the way around the stadium, and every single person that had a phone had it up and was recording it. And when I looked around and saw that, I just had a big smile on my face because I know they were sharing it via social media with showing their friends and family. And that's exactly what I wanted them to do. Um, and it was just creating that wow factor, you know, taking a, an already big, big night and just adding that wow factor to it. So people are, you've got to be the buzz. You've got to talk. you got to do something different that puts you out there. And that's, you know, when you, when you talk about this, all I can think about is how I know that you think it's so important that you just continue to evolve and raise the bar and kind of create that buzz all the time. But that's about what you need to keep your business thriving and growing. Yeah, I tell the staff in the meetings, it's like, you know, we all want to strive to be great. You want to be one of the elite. And I think the day that you say that you're all that is the first day of your demise. You have to continue to raise that bar and continue to push yourself and the staff to make things better, more efficient, more entertaining, so on and so forth, um, to just stay competitive, especially in this day and age. There's so many different things for people to do. You've got to stay competitive and continue to raise the bar as you mentioned. You know, I always think there's this great book that I read a number of years ago, uh, Good is the Enemy of Great. You know, you kind of get good enough to get settled into like, oh, we're really good and you don't have to think about it. And that's actually the beginning of when it starts to get bad because there are always other people out there willing to work to see if they could make it a little bit better. And you start to lose ground against those people right away. Mm-hmm. So we've got a couple of mascots. Do you want to share their names with everybody? Our mascots. Oh, of course. So you've got Fungo. Uh, Fungo is our first mascot that we had here uh, at the ballpark. Um, Fungo is actually 
named after the fungo bat. So some people, if you're not a baseball fan, you might not know, but when the manager is warming up the team uh, pregame, when he's hitting infield and, and pop-ups, he uses a fungo bat, which is different. It's a different shape and a different weight than your traditional bat. Uh, so we have Fungo, uh, who is a Fisher cat. And then in 2008, 2007-2008, uh, um, Fungo's cousin, Slider, came up from Dunedin. Um, so Fungo's more of a laid-back, kind of lazy guy, uh, where Slider is the fit-and-trim athletic uh, cousin from down south. Um, so we have those of our, our our two mascots would be Fungo and Slider. Those are our two main mascots. Then we've got some a couple other ones, Bonkers you can see here and there. Um, we got a couple of inflatables um, mascots that you'll you'll see here and then. You know we don't always bring them out, but uh, our two staples would be Fungo and Slider. And you can visit the mascot page at nhfishercats.com and find out all the dirt and all the information on them. Yeah, so that's also where they can go to buy uh, tickets or season tickets or how about if they're looking for, you know, I know I do it with my company. I do like a company event and you guys do a great job at organizing that. How do people find the right contact? Are you still in contact? You must have somebody that works for you, but now you can't be doing all this yourself. Who do they reach out to if they're looking to maybe think about doing a company day at, uh, at your minor league baseball game? How do they do that? So there's two ways you can do that. Um, well, actually, there's more than two ways this day and age. The two main would be to call in uh, the ticket office or the front office at 641-2005. Um, we're happy to put uh, any of our great salespeople. Um, you know, Eric Lesniak has been with us for since day one. He's our longest tenured person here. Um, you know, there's him, and then there's a, a group of other um, you know ticket sales account executives that can handle those needs. But you can also go uh, online at nhfishercats.com when you click on groups there's a question there's a lead generation like a questionnaire you can fill out and sends an email right to us so we can respond immediately and answer your needs and Kathy just to go back a little bit you know thank you for bringing up you know the company outings a lot of people don't when they think of minor league baseball they're not thinking of coming here for work um, they're thinking of coming here for pleasure uh, to enjoy the show however there are a ton of businesses that come out here, whether it's entertaining clients, rewarding employees, prospecting for new clients. There's so many different things that we can do here to help those businesses, um, you know, grow. You know, whether it's becoming a essentially a, a third salesperson, or, or not third, but an additional salesperson for them if they need some help. Um, you know, that's what we're here for. We're in the business of making memories and. When businesses come here and we create those experiences, whether it's holding the giant flag on the field for the national anthem, uh, whether it's having some kids participate or adults participate in on-field promotions, throwing out a first pitch, going on the radio, there's all these different levels of experiences that we are able to offer um, that really go a long way and create those memories with those, whether it's customers, prospects, or employees. Yeah, I got to tell you, this is like one of my clients' favorite things. You know, we do, we do all the over the years i've been in business a long time we've tried lots of different kinds of client events and you know we do like whatever dinners and i've done theater and things like that but i gotta tell you the minor league baseball team like they love this because it's silly and it's football and it's fun and it's a weekend so you know they I, we usually do it like on a saturday so that people don't have to worry about mm -hmm. trying to go on a regular work day or whatever but you know one year we went we did the night game so they could do the fireworks or and they just like they gobble this up. They just love this afternoon. And um, it's so much so that I think this is our fourth or fifth year that we've done it. 
And so when you're a small business and you're really trying to think about how you're engaging, you know, either your employees or your or your customers, and you're trying to find a way that's, you know, fiscally reasonable for a small business to pull together, which will give them kind of a great, uh, wow, fun, local experience. Um, I couldn't recommend this enough. You guys have been actually fantastic. That's right. And we clean up the mess for you. You can make all the mess you want and we pick it up. You don't have to worry about it. So if you do a cookout or whatever, let us, let us do all the planning and get everything ready for you and you just show up and have a good time. I love that. It works fantastic for us. We've been really, really pleased with it. Michael, any parting comments from my listeners? Uh, just really appreciate the time, Kathy. Um, if you haven't been out to a Fisher Cats game, uh, I encourage you to come out in the 2019 season. We do have a, uh, a new improvement you know, as Kathy mentioned earlier, it's always about raising the bar uh, and coming up with new and exciting ideas. And we have something that we'll be announcing shortly that's really going to take the on-field entertainment and the experience for our fans to a whole nother level. Um, so it's something that you want to come out and take a look at for yourself. Well, I, for one, look forward to it. And we look forward to seeing you at the ballpark. Mike, thanks so much for today and for my Money Matters listeners. If you have questions about this about this content, please feel free to look for the show notes. If you're interested in um, taking a look at the New Hampshire Fisher, Fisher Cats, you can do it at NewHampshireFisherCats.com. If you like this show, give me takes a few minutes and just rate and review my show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. That would be fantastic. And you can also submit questions either on iTunes or on uh, KT'sMoneyMatters.com so that I could maybe incorporate them into future shows. So until we speak again, thanks. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.